Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Are you ready to experience the thrill? Berwick BMW is your destination to experience the range of BMW M&M performance models. Book your test drive with Neil Phillips and the super team at Berwick BMW today. LMCT 8953. Oh, I may have said it before, what a morning, what a weekend. Uh, what a morning for Daniel Medvedev. He's up two sets now and leading to love in the third. So he's taken first and second set against Djokovic. 6-4-6-4 leads to love in the third already with a break of serve. We are here at breakfast for Brighton's lawyers, the workers' compensation experts protecting your future. You can call them. Keep the number handy for the best legal advice. 1-800-848-848. And for 4D Doors, Garage Doors redefined, 4ddoors.com.au. Where do we start with the GOAT? And the moat, Cameron Smith and Matthew Johns on a Monday morning. Join me between 8 and 9. They'll field your calls on 1300 01 11 70. Uh, you can text in questions 0457 736 736. First of all, let me welcome Cameron to the program. Thanks to the super tough Adventure Kings camper trailer. Get the camper trailer tough enough for Australia. The super tough Adventure Kings camper available at fourwheeldrivesupercenter.com.au. Cameron, good morning. Good morning, Vossi. What a weekend. How yeah. good was it? There was some great oh. football, a little bit of controversy here and there, as there always is, but um, great weekend to start finals. Yeah, I'll talk to you in a moment about all sorts of things. I mean, Dylan Orcott, I'll put up today on a pedestal when you're talking about legends, mm. actually yes. using the word legend and who is and who isn't, um, what this bloke's achieved today, the Golden Slam. But now, over in the blue corner, uh, thanks to <laughs> Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day. Shop in store or online at Chemist Warehouse for big brands at the lowest prices every day. This is like Chemist Warehouse v Adventure Kings. Matty Johns, good morning to you. <laughs> Uh, good morning, Vote. Good morning, Goat. What a weekend. Um, a little bit of controversy here and there, but wonderful weekend. All right. Wonderful weekend of Rugby League. A Rugby League at its best. <laughs> Let's go. I'll go straight to the biggie, straight to the biggie, and get your answer right now, knowing that this will get a headline. Cameron, oh. who plays uh, yeah. in the grand final now? What's your prediction right now, the two teams that will play in the grand final? Oh, I think it's Melbourne and the Rabbitohs. I think it's pretty clear-cut now. I, I, I just think after the loss on the weekend, Penrith will have to play their their absolute best game of the season to now reach a grand final. If, if Well, first they've got to get through Para, and then, then they come up against Melbourne, who are red hot in, on Friday night. And the Rabbits, they just they just seemed like they were very composed. They, they played a, a really solid style of football that's needed in the finals. And again, the, you know, the master coach, Wayne Bennett, he, he had them well prepared. But uh, yeah, I, I don't see either Roosters or Manly beating the Rabbits, just from what I've seen from the weekend. 
All righty. So Melbourne v South, the grand final tip of Cameron Smith. Maddie, where do you sit this morning? Look, you know, Vossi, we used to think all the time that there was always that debate, you know, is it better to have the week off or do you keep playing and build momentum? It's undeniable now the advantage the week off gives you. And, uh, and for that reason, I'm with Cameron. Uh, I think it's I think it's Souths. I think it's Souths from Melbourne. Uh, there were a few worrying signs about about Penrith. I don't know whether Penrith um, are starting to get a bit of fatigue in their bones, or the very fact that I know it was a final, but they went out there uh, not not as up emotionally as they should have been. I think like Souths were sky high. I don't think Penrith were. I think Penrith went in thinking they were just going to go through and, and win the football game. So I'm really interested to see how they come up next week. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I think it's Souths and Melbourne. Uh, it's really flipped the competition. Like, Vossi, I said before that I thought the loser between Melbourne and Pen, uh, Melbourne and and Manly, the loser couldn't rebound and win the comp. But, uh, but that, that was solely on the reason that if Penrith had a week off, I couldn't see the loser going through and beating Penrith, but oh, mate, after the other night, that's ch- it's changed a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's cliched we say, you know, final start, whole new competition. It really was so on the weekend. I mean, the mm. uh, calling Friday night, you, you, every missed tackle, you, every moment so tense, and then you had the sudden death games as well. It was just, it was fantastic theatre above anything else, and the fact that you could have, I, I know, that, and with respect to all the others, but the fact we could have Bellamy v Bennett. In the grand mm. final, Cameron, and <laughs> and you've experienced the coaching of both men. Mm. Um, wow, I, I'd I'd love that. I, I'd love to see the approach of those two head to head in the in the grand final. Um, Bennett now in his seventies, seventy one, yes. coaching yep. South Sydney. Yeah, Bellyache's not too far behind him. He's sixty three, <laughs> but uh, he's uh, look. Yeah, two very different style. Um, styles of coaching, Craig obviously you know very intense and and very detailed with his preparation. Um, of course, Wayne would have you know other coaching staff doing that detail, but he's more he's more focused on um, you know the mental preparation of the players and and making sure that they're in the right space and the right frame of mind leading into the game and feeling good about themselves. That's that's my um, experiences of of Wayne in these big matches and. and I, you could see it on the weekend. They were they were ready. They were well prepared for that, and and to a point where he took all the all the spotlight away from his team on the weekend through his pregame comments, mm. the pregame yeah. war with 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 Ivan, and mm. it's a tactic. It's a, it's a oh, out yeah, tactic. Yeah. He's been doing it for years, and, and he's, he's just master. a master at it. Yeah. I'm just saying. He, he, I said yeah. this morning. Let's hope Clint Eastwood doesn't die and he fall off the perch, but he did his nineties <laughs> as well. But before he goes, I mean, we've got to make. The, yes. Wayne Bennett, the movie with Clint playing Wayne Bennett. Yeah, that's Absolutely. that's got to happen. Matty, you've got some pull yeah. in the movie world. Can you make it happen? Yeah, well, uh, maybe Gary McDonald to play uh, get to play uh, Wayne. Uh, you know, it's it, it's amazing to watch how like how deliberate Wayne is in the whole mm. week. How he yep. just plans it out. Like Cameron didn't know better a lot better than I. But when when I was doing a little bit of stuff with Melbourne back, um, you know, over a decade ago now, but. I remember early on like how irritated Craig would be going into the week that they were playing the Broncos and sometimes coming out of the game. I remember one night in Melbourne, Cameron, <laughs> post-game, uh, everyone went for a beer and Craig was just really just, mate, uh, you know, filthy mood. And you both had a good victory. 
And yeah. I said, what is it? And he said, it was about a few things Wayne said in the post-match press conference. And he just said, mm. he said, he just won't give us credit. And I said, mate, who cares? You won. But he's just got that ability <laughs> to just needle an opposition coach. And he did it to, he did mm. it to Ivan. He yeah, needled he Ivan him. and he distracted Ivan and thus distracting the team. Yep. Yeah, look, okay, I'm going to press you guys you guys a little further now. So now mm. that you've, you've locked in, if it's Melbourne <clears throat> South's grand final, then what about a tip right now for this weekend? And, and you boys in your careers, I'm not sure mm-hmm. your, your record, Cameron, but you've lost finals over the years. Maddie, same yeah. deal, coming mm. back from defeat when you're in this... This finals bubble, I mean, it's all, it's all or nothing. It's sudden death, the pressure that you feel and all of that. <clears throat> Teams that have lost going into this weekend. I mean, Manly versus Roosters. Who wins that one, Cameron? Yeah, look, this is going to be a really good game. I, I called the Roosters match uh, up in Townsville, and, and they were quite impressive. Um, once, Particularly when the game started to open up and, and was flowing a bit more. You know, Radley had plenty of touches of the football. Tedesco was, was great. Their big players really had a huge impact on that match. Um, Manly really need to bounce back strongly. Like I, I, I was on the sideline for that game on on Friday night, and they just two things, and and I'm not sure which one it was. They were they were either completely outclassed by Melbourne, or they weren't up to Melbourne standard, or they they looked a little bit sort of unprepared, like not ready yeah. for the first week of finals. They they just did not look in the contest, Vossi. Like oh. I was on the ground level, and they just never looked like they were in it. Melbourne, yeah. From yeah, if you're thinking of like racehorse terms, like they they didn't even get shown the whip. They really didn't. Yeah. They did. They cruised to victory. They just did everything so precise and just did it so easy. They cruised, you know, to to that victory that they had on the weekend. So it's a big game. I feel as though the Roosters have have got you know some big game players there. They may sneak through. I believe. Okay, Maddie, what about you, Roosters, Manly? Uh, I, I like Manly because I think sometimes in these big finals games, if you really get involved in a war, like a really, really tough finals match, and you play pretty good football and you get knocked off, I think it's really hard to come back from there a lot of times. But Manly just did so much wrong that yeah. I think Des will go back, put it up on, you know, watch the tape and go, oh, my God. And mm. one of the things primarily, is, and Cameron is in my opinion, spot on here. It's my thought that Cam, uh, that Manly went in without that... Um, they went in with a, a premiership round mentality. And I think the best example of that was the first try in the fact that yeah. Daly's got the ball, they've got a bit of momentum, goes across the field, sort of throws a you know, whimsical pass inside. Uh, Harper knocks it on. Mm. Olin picks up and away he goes. And what happened in that play was that Manly were just trying to finesse the football. And meanwhile, Justin Olam just wound up and was just going to make it was going to unload on Morgan Harper, and it was just and that for me encapsulated the game. One team, one team was trying to finesse the ball around, pushing the ball sideways. The other side were just going to run through a brick wall, and yeah, so I think, I think Des will go away and go, okay, okay, right out. You know, we, you know, we were we were just way off. Our focus was all wrong, and I think they can address that. All right, just before I ask you about Parramatta, uh, Penrith, just on the tennis, Medvedev's up two breaks to serve now in the third set, having won the first two. It's a massive story. Medvedev cleaning up against Djokovic will really 
test the quality. So Medvedev serving at 4-1 in the third. I'll get back to Medvedev in a moment in your opinion, Matty, because Medvedev's got a comb-over. I know you're a great lover of tennis. You might go back to the record books and tell us the last time. Yes. A player with a comb-over as well. Yeah. He, he doesn't like... Uh, mate, it, I was having a chat to him the other day. He, he, was, he always asks about the weather because he doesn't like those subtleties. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Only the wind can beat him. That's right. Now, now back, back we go. <laughs> the tennis. Back to Parramatta versus Penrith. Um, now, you guys have been there, done that. Hmm. I'm just a, uh, just a fan, a commentator who says, if I'm Parramatta, I am absolutely going to bash the you-know-what out of Penrith, figuratively, this week. Mm-hmm. That Luai, mm-hmm. the first time he gets the ball, I smash him. Kick I, yep. kick out, I smash him. Crichton, yep. I smash I try and put them off the game any way they can because if there's any mental baggage, doubts, mm. you, you really get on top of them whatever way possible. What's going to happen, Parramatta-Penrith, Cameron? Yeah, I, I agree. I think that the key to, to playing well and, and having a victory against Penrith is, is your starts. And, and they've shown over the last... You know, a couple of seasons that when they start well, they they they're in a really good frame of mind. They they play energetic football and very positive football, but they're just they're not used to playing from behind. And I feel as though that when you when you apply a bit of scoreboard pressure, it it sort of they they look at the scoreboard, they think about it. So for Parramatta, they I got no doubt at all. Brad Arthur's message this week will be all about their start, playing high energy football early. And and just trying to maintain that through through the entire game. So look, I, I actually, you know, Penrith, I, I feel are the are the better football side. But um, you know, if Parry get it right, then it's going to be a great game. It, it's a, it's a great matchup, isn't it? The, the battle of the West. Mm. Uh, Mitch Fantastic. Moses was in great great form on the weekend. Um, so this this is going to be a very good game. Uh, I I feel if if both teams bring their best football, Penrith go through. Okay, what about you, Maddie? And I'm talking about yeah. Niggle. I'm talking about really pushing the envelope. Like Jerome Luai, if he is off his game, will really get under his skin from the first time he touches it. Mm. Yeah, look, I, but Vossi, I'm with Cameron. I, th- I think Penrith win it. Um, look, Parramatta, uh, watching yesterday, they're, they're going to have to improve, uh, improve a fair way to really push Penrith in this. I, I, look, the bottom line is... You got they got Nathan Cleary and he's a ray of kicks. I just see him delivering on the big stage. I, I really do. Um, I, I look at Penrith, the uh, Parramatta yesterday, and, and it was funny watching early in the contest. It took them a long while to get into rhythm. Their attack early was awful, like just pushing the ball sideways, those meaningless block shapes that were just sort of going towards the sideline. Mitchell Moses, you know, he was the one that that run where he went through and and scored that totally changed the contest and totally changed the way Parramatta started playing their football. The Parramatta, you know, their inside backs and their football side has to do less passing and more direct running. You know, that's that's their that's their opportunity against against Penrith is to really work the middle against Penrith, burn out their big men. And yeah, because the thing, one thing about the week one of the finals has shown us, boys, is an age-old saying: fi- uh, forwards win finals. And I think yep. there was never clearer evidence than over the first round. Is the sides, the forwards that won the yardage battle, won the football game. Ma- Melbourne Manly never get got forward, so you never saw mm. Tom Travojevic. Uh, and South Sydney burned Penrith out by winning the yardage through the middle. So that's that's where Parramatta's got to win. That that's what gives them a chance. But. You know, like I, I just think, I just think Penrith. Are. Yeah, with with that matchup, boys, too. Like you got to think about the form, like the form line going into the game. Now, it, it probably happened with Manly Melbourne last week. Now, 
everyone was raving about Manly's performance the week before leading into the, the first week of finals. People just had to stop and think of about who they played, though. It was the Cowboys. Now, they've had a bludger of a year. And so, you know, to play well against the Cowboys then compared to playing well against Melbourne, it's a totally different scenario. So then you look yeah. at the the weeks the weeks game of the on um, over over the cross the last few days where Parramatta they just got they just got past Newcastle now Newcastle haven't been in great form themselves they mm. they got into the finals and it was a great effort to get there but they've been scratchy haven't they Maddie they oh, really have yeah, over, over the last month and they've they've put together a fair few wins but they've been scratchy it's a totally different scenario again for Parramatta now to face Penrith it's it's a yeah, completely yeah. different prospect. Tapping into the expert opinion of both Cameron Smith and Maddie Johns this morning. Cameron here for the Super Tough Adventure Kings camper trailer and Maddie Johns for Chemist Warehouse. After the break, going to get the boys' thoughts on smashing rackets. I mean, Novak Djokovic about to be beaten in straight <laughs> sets here, but I'll get their opinion on that, on the greatness of Dylan Alcott, and then we'll get back to more rugby league. It's 20 and a half after eight. Uh, this is quite sensational. The tennis, 26 after eight. Full, full house at Flushing Meadow. Never seen a bigger mm. A-list crowd in my life. Championship point, Medvedev, back-to-back double faults. And uh, Djokovic won the game. So he's now serving at 3-5 in the third. Now, let me bring Cameron Smith and Matty Johns into it. Maybe more Matty because you had a very volatile brother in Andrew. Still do. He's still alive. He's still with us. Um, Djokovic <laughs> smashing the racket into the court. And yep. they just... They just like he, today, he's in the first set. He smashed it seven times into the ground would be the rugby league equivalent you know and how would a player get away with it like what, what do you think the league would do if a player went into damage mode on the ground like you know smash something up what would happen Matty well to be interesting I've seen it a few times with brother Andrew he's, he was pretty good at throwing the mouth guard mm. um, the other one he did one day um, I think I might have said this to you Lee Jackson our hooker from came over from Hull at the time was he was he was classed as the best hooker in the world at that point and came over to Newcastle and straight away just had difficulty fitting in and has his confidence evaporated. Of course, you know how Andrew sympathises with people who are struggling. Um, <laughs> we played South Sydney one day and he was just firing these passes at mine and Joey's toes and you know I was saying, "Come on, Jack, go pick it up." Meanwhile, Joey was just death staring him. And the second half of the important part of the game, he threw a ball to Joey's toes. Joey knocked it on threw the ball back at Lee Jackson and walked over <laughs> to where the coach's box were, pointed up at Mal really and said, get him effing off. Right, so I reckon, <laughs> yeah, I think that one's okay. probably smashed the racket there. Well, Matt, what I'm going to put here, Cameron Smith's the goal kicker, Matty. I know you kicked, I think mm-hmm. you kicked the one goal in the career. We've spoken about this before, but Cameron, yes. you were the mm. goal kicker. So if yep. you meet, like, a, a bad workman blames his tools. If yep. you had a bad day with the kicking boot, what would be mm. the equivalent? You rip your boots off and you start smashing your boots or hurling them into the fence? Like, well, um, well incredible well, tennis players get away with it. Yeah, wouldn't throw the, wouldn't throw the boots because you've got to try and get them back on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've thrown the kicking to you a couple of times, I oh, must admit. Wow. Yeah, mm, I, yeah. I remember uh, 2012 uh, grand final, actually, against uh, the Bulldogs. Had a had a terrible day with the boot, um, and we had a we had a penalty goal, an opportunity in the second half. It was it was about thirty out, just to the left of the post, and I missed it. And it was like my third miss of the day. I remember picking up the tee and just throwing it um, over to the sideline. Um, yeah, but it's just a little bit hard. We don't have as much equipment. I was no. You know what, Cameron? I was blamed one day when I, when I was a young bloke. I, yeah. Back in the days when it was the sand boy, there was no tees. Of course, it was sand. Mm-hmm. 
and you never had that consistent lie for the goal kickers. And, yeah. and at the back of the Cessna ground, there was just massive big sand pit. So I'd go out there, and you'd, that's where you get the bucket and fill it up. And I went yeah. out there one day, and Barry Andrews, who was a legend at Cronulla and played a year with the Roosters, he was playing for Cessna. And I've got there, and I was, took the ball out to Panda, and he uh, the bucket out to Panda, and he's filmed. Anyway, he missed. He was he was none from three going into half time, and he called me over and he said, "Mate, you need to put a little bit of water on the sand. It's just crumbling away." So, the, so he basically blamed me for his zero from three. Yeah. And, and it was too dry. It was too yeah, dry. It was too dry. Yeah, notoriously <laughs> horrible, the Sestock Ball Boys. Very bad reputation. More of Cameron Smith and Matty Johns coming up after the 8.30 news. Cameron Smith here for the Super Tough Adventure Kings camper trailer. And Matty Johns for Chemist Warehouse. I'll get through your questions in a moment. You're texting them through on 0457736736. Thank you, Adam. And uh, Medvedev again, two points away from winning... The US Open in straight sets. The crowd very rowdy. It's a full house of Flushing Meadows. As I said, A-list. They just flashed up Brad Pitt sitting mm. back next to the guy from The Hangover. Can't remember his name. Cooper, isn't it? Yeah. And, Bradley uh, Cooper. That's him, yeah. Bradley Cooper. He's sitting next to Brad Pitt. Ben Stiller. Uh, ben Stiller's there. Ben Stiller's there. Jeez, They're all there. They're all there loving it. Uh, Monday mornings, Cameron Smith, Matthew John, special guest. Uh, Cameron here, thanks to the Super Tough Adventure Kings camper trailer. Get the camper trailer tough enough for Australia. The Super Tough Adventure Kings camper available at 4wdsupercenter.com.au. And Maddie John's here as well. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Shop in store or online at Chemist Warehouse for big brands at the lowest prices every day. Um, just sports bet prices too that we should cover. Thanks to our good mates at Sportsbet. Bet with mates, of course, and gamble responsibly. But the premiership market that I'm sure you're interested in, the Storm, $2.10 favourites with Sportsbet. Penrith still at $4. Rabideau, $6. Manly, $8. Eels, 26 Roosters, 31 It is a little unusual, you would say, to have the top two on the same side of the draw, and that's what Sportsbet have got at the moment. And the matches this weekend, they have Manly $1.31, Roosters $3.60, and the Ooh. Panthers $1.26, the Eels $4.05. Mm. Sportsbet's bet with mates, start your group, bet together, share the moment, conditions apply, gamble responsibly. It's championship point again for Daniel Medvedev, and again, he serves a fault. He's looking to close it out. Um, the boys have spoken about smashing rackets and all the rest. We've got a whole bunch of... Qu He's double-faulted again, by the way. Oh, That's his God. third double fault on Championship Point for uh, Medvedev. Just, I'll keep you updated yeah. with that. What boys, Brad we've got to have to say about He's got that. it. Yeah, He's got it. He just won it. He just won it, Bossy. He's just won it. Medvedev's done it. He is the US Open champion. He has beaten Novak Djokovic in straight sets. That is unbelievable. What a day for tennis. And he's collapsed on court having won. Oh. He can't believe it. On a day, Dylan Alcott completed the Golden Slam. You had Radakanu, the teenager from England, win in the women's. And Sam Stoza at 37 has won in the doubles as well. Extraordinary stuff at the US Open. Now, fellas, to your questions. Mm. Statsy from Freshwater has got one for you, Matty. Morgan yeah. Harper has been solid without being a game-breaker this year, but saved his worst game for last week. Moses mm. Suley can tear mm. a game apart, but can be inconsistent. Two years ago, he nearly got a depleted Manly side over the line on his own in a semi against Souths. Does Desi put Suley in the centres against the Roosters, or does he show faith in Lionel Ritchie? Statsy from Freshwater. <laughs> yes. What would you do, Matty? Oh, look, 
Oh, given the season Morgan's had, you get yeah. like you back him to get it right. But it's yeah. a, it's a really good point because Moses Suley's form going into the final played a couple of games where he's well. You know, um, uh, Brad Parker was out and Moses went in and he was sensational. He really stated a case that you know he wanted to be part of that side in the final series. So. I, I, you know, Vossi, you might even think about carrying Suli on the bench because, you know, he can play, mm. uh, he can have a stint on, on an, as an edge back rower, you know, in, in short short bursts. So it's a, it's a really good point because, you know, when you talk about finesse versus power, you know, Suli typifies power, power football. All right, I'll try and whip through all of these. I'll throw <laughs> this one at you, Matty. This is from Ryan of Jordan Springs. I think yep. Parramatta have the game to upset Penrith this week. What do you think? And was it a mistake by Ivan Cleary to not rest players in the final round? You had all these other clubs resting players, but Penrith went with the top liners. I mean, all with the benefit of hindsight, but any thoughts on that one, Cameron, uh, for Ryan of Jordan Springs? Yeah, well, I think the reason he didn't rest those players is because Nathan had a fair bit of time off through the year with a shoulder injury. Same with Luai, same with Brian Toll. So those guys that played through that, that origin period, they they sustained some injuries. So I'm guessing, you know, he took the opportunity to, to try and get those guys back on the park and build some continuity um, around the footy side. Although they've played a lot of football together over the past two seasons, I think that's what he, he wanted to do because there has been some chopping and changing of that football side in the back half of the year. But... Um, Look, I, I just think they, in, in some of the key moments in the match, Penrith come up with some mistakes which allowed the Rabbitohs to get that victory. You know, the Rabbitohs played extremely well, um, you know, taking nothing away from them. But, yeah, just in some crucial moments, those players come up with, with some mistakes which, which cost them in the end. All righty, I'll throw a question at you, Matty, and it's because of it is a Newcastle Knights question from Matty of Merriweather, actually. Yep. Um, long-suffering Knights member, how do you fix the Knights? Well, they have made the finals two years in a row, uh, but if Pierce is not the answer, who is? Matty, what was your a quick oh. post-mortem on the Knights and where they're at right now? Okay, like I was asked this question last night on the show, and when you look at the Knights making the finals, you can say, oh, it's a pass mark, but the Knights need to look at how they're playing, their attack in particular. Yeah. And they would be, I think, as far as the football they produced and their attack, they'd be, they would be disappointed in their season. They have to get more out of Kalen Ponga. You know, it's an obvious one, but it's taken them a long while to, to, to use him properly. You know, I spoke about this you know, last week, about the, the, just using him on, on sweeping block plays all the time, where his gift mm. is getting the ball square, where he can use his footwork, pass short or pass long. He's probably one of the he's probably close to the most dangerous player in the competition when he gets yep. the ball at first and second receiver. The Knights have to they need to loosen their structure. They need to play less block based football. And as far as Pierce is concerned, the the, con, the problem we've got in the game is just lack of out and out halfbacks. Um, you, they just can't allow, uh, they can't allow Mitchell Pierce to to leave. There's been all sorts of talk. He might go here, there. The bottom line, he's under contract at Newcastle Knights and they've got to keep him. All righty. Now, here's one for you from Ryan and, and a, a quick one. Outside of grand final success that you both had, Cameron and Maddie, what was your, if you can, and this is hard on the, on the spot, but a highlight from the final series, from your career outside of grand final success, Cameron, can you think, is there a moment that comes straight to mind from your Wonderful Korean finals footy that you you put above others. Yeah, I'd say the the victory against uh, the Broncos in two thousand and eight. Mm. I reckon that one stands yeah. sh- shoulders above the rest of them. Although there's probably a couple of close seconds, but just for, for you know the 
I guess, the situation we were in, <clears throat> we were beaten by the Warriors the week before after finishing minor premiers. So we were then all home field advantage was taken away because of, we were in the old system. Um, so we had to travel to Brisbane. It was Wayne's uh, last uh, uh, season with the Broncos before he moved to St. George. So yep. there was a lot riding on this match for Brisbane to progress forward. And they were, they were in front on the scoreboard the entire game until the last 30 seconds where Greg Inglis dived over to score. It was, it was just one of the greatest games outside of you know grand finals yeah. that I was yeah. a part of because it was a packed house at Suncorp. Yeah. Packed yeah, no, house. Good call on that one, Matty. Yeah. What about we you? We commentated um, that game, Vossi, didn't we? We yeah, commentated we did. that game. We, that, yeah. oh, Ashton Sims, remember that? Ashton? Yes. And, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Zika Manu got him. Yeah. What, what yeah, about for you, Matty? And I'm thinking, I tell you, a game I did call was how you qualified for the grand final in 97. Yeah. I can still see Owen Craigie skipping away. A, a great finals moment for you, Matty, outside of grand final success. Yeah, that one That one was a big one, Vossi. It, it, was, mate, it was a game that just you know, seesawed in the fact there was so much drama in the game, one of which being Andrew had to get a pain-killing injection in his ribs before the game after he broke a rib or busted a rib when Jason Smith following him the week before. And you know, got the painkiller before the game, all good, but went in at halftime, had another painkiller and, and, and busted his lung. The needle went through the lung. I remember going out there going, oh, we're saying stay out here, you know, you mate. Anyway, he went off and oh, we oh, they had the opportunity to win the game. Jason Taylor missed, um, for him, a relatively easy goal and gave us the opportunity and there we, we, we just got home against him. So that, that one stands out. And we also beat, another one you commented, we beat uh, Cronulla one year um, in 95. That was a beauty. We beat them um, 19-18. That was a special game. Nice, nice. All righty. Well, we'll take a quick break. Um, we, even though we're in the finals, we do have Cameron's referee of the round. So there's Butler. only four contenders to pick from. Um, I think Cameron... Butler was on the sideline this week, Matty. Oh, mate. We spoke about the injustice of checking. Well, that's an even greater injustice. Yeah. See, unlike the Dally M's, we go all the way through to the grand final to decide referee of the year, and then someone's got the job of trying to tally up the votes because no one's been keeping score. So it could be a bit of a work. Uh, but we'll come up with a referee of the week in a moment and then a referee of the year, which could be very dodgy. Do not bet on it. Gamble responsibly. 19 minutes to nine. Just amazing. The uh, US Open, uh, Novak Djokovic beaten in straight sets by Medvedev. Uh, Dylan Alcott earlier today completing the Golden Slam on uh, in the last 12 hours alone. I mean, Daniel Ricciardo won the Italian Grand Prix. The Wallabies beat South Africa. Quade Cooper kicked the goal after mm. the full-time siren. We're here on a Monday morning with Cameron Smith. Thanks to the Super Tough Adventure Kings camper trailer. You can get the camper trailer tough enough for Australia. The Super Tough Adventure Kings camper available at 4wdsupercenter.com.au. And Maddie John's here as well. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. You can shop in store or online at Chemist Warehouse for big brands at the lowest prices all day, every day. And just before we get back to the boys, um, breaking news out of Victoria, the state recording 473 new cases of COVID-19, oh. only 202 linked to known cases and outbreak, outbreaks. I note that there's a public school in Fitzroy North that have a principal who said, no, no, you can let your kids come to our school during lockdown. He's been a bit anti, been a bit rogue, saying it's not good for their mental health not to be coming to school. That school now has 30 positive cases. So oh. um, another big story, not a happy one, out of Victoria. Now Cameron Smith and Matthew Johns. Matty, um, we were talking politics with Cameron Smith possibly entering politics uh, last week. Um, and you, you mentioned uh, Joel Fitzgibbon. Uh, you've got some news on uh, Joel, Matty? 
Yeah, last week I spoke about how Joel, when I was uh, 19 years of age, I posed for a, you know the old handshake for the member for, for Hunter, Joel <laughs> Fitzgibbon, and he's still using it every time he, he runs for election. <laughs> uh, good news on my behalf is the fact that uh, he has announced for this morning that he's retiring from politics. So to, for anyone out there that's running for... Um, Politics. I am now available. That uh, basically the contract has expired. <laughs> you come cheap, very cheap, very good. The, hand, the handshake shot. Yeah, <laughs> the handshake shot. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I approve. Yeah. <laughs> Maddie is available. That's a that's a breaking story. Now, Maddie, another one. Uh, I, I actually I just sort of throw at you boys and and Cameron. I'm not being rude here, but I'm not going to ask you about home haircuts. I thought okay. I'd ask Maddie because during lockdown, what? lockdown, Simone has uh, done my haircut yesterday um, and has wrapped herself deluxe about it. Um, she's gone the shears and the whole bit. There's no mirrors in our house to check it. But uh, Maddie, has Trish touched your hair during lockdown? Have you gone the home haircut? Well, this is a sore point, right? Because I've actually been cutting my own hair, like trimming it here and there Ooh. at the edges, and I sort of thinking I've been going okay. And and the other night I was. Um, doing the uh, on the panel for the Friday night where Mick and I got crook and had to fill in and my my phone was buzzing and I looked down and Trisha texted me she said can you fix your hair this was live right? um, but you just got to own it I mean the bottom line is you just got to own it I, like every time I, I, like I hate drones now because it goes above and I can see that little bit of Devon that's falling <laughs> <laughs> no drone shots. Well, they shoot at you know, Fox behind me, and oh, mate, come on, guys, you know, side view, please. Yeah, oh. wow, that's that's quite oh, a story. Now, God. pull your socks up on a Monday. All day socks by Underworks pass every comfort test. Oh. Um, who pull your socks up? Nomination, Cameron, on this uh, Monday morning. Have you got one? Yeah, us? look, I, I, yeah, look, I, I'm just going to go out of the weekend's matches, um, Manly, and, we, and we've discussed some reasons why. I just th- feel as though with, with of the remaining teams. They really need to improve immensely on, on what they dished up mm. in week one. I, I, they will. Like Desi's, uh, you know, Matty spoke about Desi before about how he'll go over the video and, and, and look at the things that they did, um, didn't do quite so well. And he'll have them ready for, for this one. Okay. We'll see a very different manly side this week, but they, they definitely need to pull their socks up now, if right. they want to in progress the meantime, Yes, the underwork socks. And Matty, what about you? Pull your socks up nomination? Uh, sport of boxing. Yesterday it was just it was so sad to see a great warrior in Vander Holyfield get involved with one of these novelty fights which are just so dangerous. So like they they just um, I think it's sort of getting out of hand and that that other pluker, Jake Paul now this one has been offered forty million dollars to fight and you just go, Man, is this what? the same sport of Muhammad Ali, you know, yeah. Roberto Duran, Hagler Hearns, Sugar Ray Leonard? It's just man. Just I, I outside of rugby league, it's my favourite sport boxing, but man, just crazy. Yeah, that that's a great chat there. I mean, Vander Holyfield's fifty-eight years of age. I mean, seriously, how could you how could you let yeah. him step into the ring fighting the forty-four-year-old um, UFC light heavyweight or former light heavyweight champion? Yeah, amazing stuff. All day socks by Underworks. Pass every test. Pick up a pair and pass them for yourself. Let's leave the guys in the middle waiting no more. Cameron Smith with the referee of the round. Here we go. <laughs> And now, on Breakfast with Vossi, Cameron Smith's Referee of the Round. <laughs> four, four contenders, Cameron. Yes. What did you make of it? Which made it a little bit harder uh, to pick from, I must say. But um, this week, I've, I've gone for Jared Sutton, boys. 
Coming oh, to this match under immense pressure, mm. immense pressure with the comments from uh, from uh, both uh, Ivan Cleary and Wayne Bennett, but um, went out and did his job and got Talk through it. Jared Sutton. Oh, I don't, has it been a nominate? Have you? Is, is that his first? No, I think Jared it Sutton? may be his second. If you just check your little tally no, right, pad there, that yeah, you, okay, you, sure, yeah, yeah okay. second, I think. I think right. he's equal with uh, Butler. Butler, oh, all right, there we two go. Two each. Well, there you go, Two Jared Sutton, referee of the round. He's walking tall like a boss up there on the Gold Coast of Brisbane today. Uh, let's go to the McDonald Jones Open Line, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Sue has called in for you, Maddie, to talk about Blake Taft. Sue, say hello to Maddie. Good morning, gentlemen. Good I was pleased how Tashi went. Oh, sorry? Good to talk to you again, mate. This is three in a row for you. Oh, thank you. So, it is. I know. I I um, was pleased how Taffy went. He seemed to be a, a cheeky. I noticed him revving up the south forwards. Do you think how would we get, he would go as full, uh, not full back, as a half back because he's the right size to mm, be a half back? Because yeah. I'm still concerned that he's very small to be a full back. Yeah, Sue. So I've seen a fair bit of Blake playing half back, and my, when my young bloke was at South, played with him a little bit. He, he was yeah, he was a very good half back. He was he was a different style of half back than you see these days. He was he was generally um, a runner. He's a runner of the football as opposed mm-hmm. to being a bloke who can you know play make so to speak. I think he yeah, Sue. So I think so. I, I think he would work very well alongside an organising half back. But he was, mate, he was so good the other night. Yeah, the best thing about Sue, his mental toughness to drop one of those early bombs and then just get on with it in his catch against Stephen Crichton at the back end of the game is one of the highlights mm. of the weekend. Yeah, no, good call. Thank you, Sue, for that. Call any time here on 1170 SEN. We're almost at the end of it all, uh, fellas. Just a really quick one from you, Cameron, as a, mm-hmm. and not disrespecting you, um, Maddie, but just no, on Dylan no, Alcott this fine. morning. I mean... This bloke, yeah. I mean, he's, he's gone to the Olympics in wheelchair basketball, now in wheelchair tennis, and today the Golden Slam. What, what an inspiration. You know, talk legends of sport. He's right up there. Oh, he certainly is. And he, as you mentioned, he, he's got the Golden Slam. Uh, he's won all the majors this year, including the Olympics. And this is all from a guy that, that you know, from his own comments, he said, like, w- with his disability, he hated his disability. Mm. He hated the situation he was in. And he's turned it around now. He's just an out-and-out champion, so... Well done, Dylan. Great job, well, mate. Well, I say oh, we all need to raise a glass. He's already done that. Make yep. sure that you uh, follow at Dylan Alcott on Twitter. You can see the vision, and we'll we'll have it retweeted on our account. He's uh, sculling the beer out of the trophy. It's so Australian. <laughs> yeah. 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 You trophy mate, Vossie, and then puts the trophy on his head, Matty. Vossie, you better wind it up. I can hear that music building. It's time That's for the it. News. <laughs> see you, Matty. See you, Cameron. That is Breakfast with Vossie on this Monday. See you, It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.